0: You had a good week? Christmas? Family? Friends? Fun? Good. It's great to be together this morning. Um, If it's your first time here this morning, I hope you have a great morning with us. My name's Dan. I'm on the team here, been working part of the church for the past year and a half, and I just want to say thank you to all of you that supported myself and Madeline, because we look after the young people. Hello, young people. They're loving it this morning. Um, So it's great to have that role as youth leaders within the church, and we're in an exciting time with the young generation. Um, It's just so many gifts within uh, that generation, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens over the next few years um, with these young people. But um, me and Madeline, we've been married for two and a half years. We got married in this church, actually, uh, two and a half years ago, 2016, and how I ended up in Derby was I came to the university here, and I was looking, my passion at the time was sports, coaching, and fitness, I was looking at this course, and so I, I, I came to the university here, and you attend these open days, I came with my family, we lived in Yorkshire, it was an a hour and a half drive here, we attended um, the open day, we go to this reception desk and say, yeah, I'm here to sign up for the... Um, Sports coaching, sports coaching and Fitness. And so this woman looks down at the table trying to find this course. It wasn't there. And so I was like, I signed up on the website. Sports Coaching and Fitness, is it, is it there? Like, just have a look for me, please. And so she looked down. And then she looked at another colleague. And you know when you look at someone else, you know something's not right, don't you? So, And she comes back and she looks to me. Yeah, it's not here. It's in Buxton. Buxton? <laughs> We're at the wrong campus. I attended the University of Derby here to explore um, this course, and it wasn't even there, it was in Buxton, but Buxton was connected to the University of Derby, so I looked at my dad, and it was one of those beautiful father and son moments, you know, I look at him and i was like, oops, and then he looks at me and was like, you plonker. (laughs) And so uh, we was there, and Buxton is like another 50 minutes, an hour drive from here, so I just said, look, you got any sports courses going? So... uh, we had a look round um, this, this sport, it was sports exercise and, uh, and studies course. So we had a look round and I ended up going to it here. And so, what I want to talk about this morning is that as I've been brought up um, as a follower of Jesus um, pretty much most of my life, my, my family was um, always being followers of Jesus, and God has a plan. And I want to talk about this morning how God has a plan. And even though I was, I made a bit of a stupid mistake at that point. God was in control, and I look back over the past few years here, um, coming to this university. I found my best friends. I found a home church which I love. I found a wife. This is where God is. I believe God has put me in for this season, um, and He's in control. And um, even we make stupid mistakes like that. If you put your faith and trust and you, put, and you put yourself to give your life to Christ, we know he's in control. And I want to talk about this morning that God has a plan. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life. It's a unique plan because we're all different. But he has an ultimate plan as well where he sent his son to, to us. And I was, I was reading over um, this passage in Luke. I thought it was appropriate to read around um, the birth of Jesus. But God is... The Alpha and Omega, his beginning and the end. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. He has a plan. He had a plan right from his creation before we existed. And it has not stopped. The plan continues. And um, no matter what kind of year you have had, God has a plan for you. The plan that he has for you will be different to mine. And so all our plans through Christ are unique. Um, I'm just going to read from Luke um, chapter 1, this morning, which was God's ultimate plan. This was his ultimate plan that happened so let me just read this in the sixth month God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David the virgin's name was Mary the angel went to her and said greetings you who are highly favored the Lord is with you Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the answer. They asked the angels, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be born is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Listen to this reply from Mary. I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. This was God's plan. This is how he wanted to reveal himself into the world all through a young girl. This young girl called Mary. And now for God's plan to happen, it required a response. And what I want to focus on this morning is this response from Mary saying, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And the first thing I noticed from the response of Mary was it was a response of availability. She made herself available for God's plan. And in life, we make decisions. We make choices if we are going to become available or not. When people give you a call, are you going to answer it or not? You see the name. Nah, I'm not going to speak to them right now. Or like you get you, lots of different things. We get distracted. We get busy. Are we going to answer? Are we going to put ourselves available for that person? And what I want to firstly say to this morning is that God wants to speak to you. God is... Calling you. The question is, are we willing to be available for Him? Are we going to answer Him? When, I don't know, for those of you that are followers of Jesus, you may remember the specific time, the date when you gave your life to Christ. And that moment we gave our life to Christ, we became available. We made ourselves available for Him. We say, Here I am, Lord, I am here. Come into my life. I give you my life, and I think since then we get distracted through the busyness of life, through through work, through um, different things, but and tend to forget. Like Lord, I'm here. I'm available still now. I am your servant. I am willing to be used by you. God has a plan, and His plan includes us. He's our Father, He wants us, He wants us to have a relationship with Him, and He wants to be part of what He does, that's the kind of God He is. And no matter who you are, no matter your background, no matter how you have been brought up, your circumstance, whatever year you have had, the Lord can use you. And Mary was a young girl, she was a poor girl, she didn't have any great particular skills or abilities about her, and other people thought that she would be unsuitable to be used by God at that time but not in God's sight. God often chooses the most unlikely people to serve him. And when we look through the Bible, we look at characters like Moses who, um, he had a study, he had problems with his speech, but God used him to free, uh, free people from Egypt, from captivity. We look at Jonah who firstly ran, ran away from God, from his plan, but then got swallowed up by a fish and then turned to God in prayer. David, a shepherd boy, chosen to be king of Israel. Matthew, a tax collector, who was chosen by Jesus to be one of his disciples and now writes one of the Gospels. Saul, uh, Paul, who was called Saul, former prosecutor of Christians, ended up completely transformed by Christ and now writing many books of the Bible. God knew these people and he sees within. He sees your heart. There's a verse in 1 Samuel 16 that says, The Lord does not look at the." Uh, things that man looks at man looks at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart and so God knew these people and God knows you this morning he knows your heart he knows everything about you because he created you but these people they were willing to be used because they responded they responded to the plan that he had for them they were willing to be used and God won't work through us if we shut him out God won't work through us if we are not going to say I'm here I am your servant it requires a response, a response of availability. And God saw the heart of this young Mary. It was a heart of humility and a heart of faith. And so if we become available through humility, God will use you. If we put our faith in Christ, he will, we will see his extraordinary plans come to be. Mary had a response of knowing who she belonged to. She stood there saying, I am the Lord's servant. That's a response of knowing who God is. Something changed huge for her in this moment. She was going to carry the Son of the Most High, Jesus, who was coming to save us all. And she was willing to put herself available, willing to be used by him. God knows you. He loves you. He has a plan for you. And he wants us to respond to him. He wants us to respond to him. Jeremiah, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven: For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. God knows the plans. It's good to to have someone that actually knows the plans. I don't know what's going to happen to me in the next few years, but God knows. He knows what next 2019 entails for this church. He knows everything. Don't shut yourself out from the Lord. I think fear and worry come sometimes because we question our capability. But God says, just be available for me. Just... Be available for me and watch and see what I can do through you. It's not in your ability, but in your availability for Christ. And we know that that we can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. The second thing I noticed from the response of, of Mary was it was a response of trust. She trusted in God's plan. I am the Lord's servant, may it be to me, as you have said. Has anyone ever said to you, trust me? I went on, um, when I was younger, we used to go on family walks. And to make family walks more exciting for me, I would either try and bring a football with me to kick around, or if I wasn't allowed to bring a football, I would try to climb up a tree. And the problem with that is... I would climb a tree, but I never would think about how to get back down. Like, you always think about climbing up, but I never think about coming back down. And so, there's been many times where we go on family walks. I find a tree, I climb up it. And um, there's been many times I just get stuck, you know. And then my dad's there saying, Jump, I'll catch you. I was like, No, you won't. (laughs) He's like, Jump, I'll catch you. No, I'm not jumping. He was like, Trust me. No, <laughs> I'm still not going to jump. Um, and so I think in life, we, we go through those times of, of trusting people. Like, do you trust me? And I think doubt comes into mind. We, we're human. We're going to doubt. Um, I had doubt that my dad would drop me. So he just climbed up and dragged me down. Um, and so I, re- I read a great quote from... Uh, Stephen, I don't know if you heard of Stephen Furtick in uh, Elevation Church in America. Absolutely flying. If you've got Instagram, find him because it's great. Um, and he said, doubt is okay because faith is developed in doubt. Faith learns to depend on God because of doubt. And the th- comforting thing about being a follower of Jesus is that we always have him by our side. We can depend on him. And when things seem out of control, he remains in control when mary heard this news i'm sure there was a feeling of doubt because she responded saying that how will this be and she was not having an ordinary child we know that this was the child known as the messiah a child known as the most of the son of the most high a child that was to come to save us all it wasn't doubt in god's plan she had but it was it was doubt with with herself uncertain that how she will be used but then she realized that it wasn't about being capable. It was about being available. And I think, I believe, like, just reading through this passage, that her faith increased when she listened uh, further to the voice of the angel. You know, every time you have a conversation with someone, you switch off. I switch off all the time, honestly. When Maddie's talking to me, I'm like, <laughs> thinking the next thing. I, I knew I'm learning. I'm learning. Two and a half years only. Um, and so I think... The thing is, Mary listened further. She listened further. She listened to these words. And the angel said that the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And I I like to think that the faith of Mary increased at that point. Because she knew that the Lord is with her. And as followers of Jesus, we know that promise that he will never leave us. And he will never forsake us. We know that God is with us. I love this bit in in Luke, uh, further on in Luke, I think it's in Luke chapter 11, when Jesus is now a man and he's teaching to the crowd of people. Um, And there was this one particular moment when a woman calls out, blessed is the woman who gave you birth and nursed you. Now listen to this reply from Jesus, blessed rather are those who hear the words of God and obey it. Jesus is saying that his mother Mary is blessed, not because she carried him, because she gave birth to him, because she wrapped him in cloths, but it was what Mary did before that. It's because of what, uh, she listened to the word of God and she obeyed it. That was why she was blessed, because she listened and she responded, saying, I am the Lord's servant. Mary is blessed because of her devotion and faithfulness to the word of God. Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Trust in God's plan. Put your faith in God's plan. Mary was available. She was willing to be used by God. She listened to the plan and she put her trust in God. And finally, she was expectant in God's plan. She was expectant in God's plan. God's plans are good. It's good to know, isn't it? They're good. He is a good God. He is a good father. We've got to be expecting that God's plans for us are good. As soon as the angel left, Mary went straight to her relative, Elizabeth, to greet her. And when we hear good news in our lives, we want to go and tell someone straight away. When you're at school or college, when you get good grades, when you um, get your first car, when you get your first home... When you get engaged, when you get married, when you have a child, you want to go and tell someone because it's exciting and it's good. And so Mary heard this amazing news and she wanted to go and tell someone. And she ran to see Elizabeth. And the good news of the Christian faith is that we are loved. You are loved this morning. Love came down. It rescued us. And Jesus, who is love, Came as a baby, lived a sinless life, became sin for us, died for us, rose again, and is alive in us today. That's good news. And we need to not just sit here and listen to it. We need to go and tell someone. Young people are telling their friends at school about this. They're bringing them to youth. The young people are doing it. And we need to do it in our daily lives. And we've got a great outreach team as well. that Go on the streets and declare the love of Christ. We cannot stop not stop i believe to be expectant in god's plan we need to step into his plan as well we need to step into it ephesians two ten says that for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared in advance for us to do if we are willing to be available to be used by him and we put our trust in him then we've got to take a step for him we can sometimes feel a little bit comfortable in the situation we are in now a little bit content But we need to be willing to step out into those uncomfortable situations which we're all not a fan of. I'm not a fan of it. I'm doing this. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) We've got to step into the risky situations because we know that God will be with us through that. I'm sure Mary was going through lots of emotions during this point, just this conversation with the angel and... Thoughts of being stoned to death as well because of not being married to Joseph. But she was willing to go through with the Lord's plan, even if it was risky for her. Craig Rochelle, another uh, pastor in America, um, great leadership um, guy, and he says, um, to step towards your destiny means you have to step away from your security. And I think we like it when things are easy and simple. We feel content. We feel comfortable. But through Jesus, we can be content through the uncomfortable, through the risky situ- situations. Why? Because we know that he is near. Why? Because he is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Why? Because we expect that it leads to goodness. The plans that God has for us are good. And because he is a loving God, goodness flows from the love that he has for us. In life, there are times when we focus on ourselves, focus on what we do. But I want to encourage you to not lose focus on who he is and what he can do through you. Mary knew who she was because she knew God. And because she knew God, she put herself available, willing to be used by him. And because Mary put her faith in God, she trusted the plan and because Mary was expected in this plan She saw that it was good God has a plan for your life He has a plan for each of, each of us And over the past few years I've seen how God has been at work in my life I look back and I've seen how He's closed doors And He's opened doors And we often come to realize How God, God's plan is working within us Once specific moments happen in life And it's fine if you don't know the plan like, I don't know the plan but are we willing to put ourselves available and just say here I am Lord I am your servant are we willing to put ourselves available saying here I am I trust in your plan and I know for a fact that whatever happens it will lead to goodness and God's plan is not over God's plan is not over we're going to take a few moments now um, to come around the table and just reflect and remember of what Jesus has done for us. John three sixteen, one one of the great great verses we all know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one on and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus fulfilled his father's plans by making himself available to die for each one of us. He trusted in his Father, and he was expectant in his Father that it was good, even though he would go through so much pain and so much suffering, and to die, to die on a cross for you and for me. God saw that this was a good plan, because we can join with him. And we know that God's plan has not finished. We know that Jesus will be coming again. To finish the plan. That is good news. And in a moment I'm going to pray. And when I pray. And we all do it. We finish with the words Amen. It means let it be. We use it all the time. And this was what Mary said in her Aramaic language. Let it be. And let us all like Mary. Be available this morning. And say truly. Amen. Amen.